Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Exodus chapter 10. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his officials, so that I may perform these signs of mine among them, that you may tell your children and grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians, and how I performed my signs among them, and that you may know I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says, How long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will bring locusts into your country tomorrow. They will cover the face of the ground so that it cannot be seen. They will devour what little you have left after the hail, including every tree that is growing in your fields. They will fill your houses and those of all your officials and all the Egyptians, something neither your parents nor your ancestors have ever seen from the day they settled in this land until now. Then Moses turned and left Pharaoh. Pharaoh's officials said to him, How long will this man be a snare to us? Let the people go so that they may worship the Lord their God. Do you not yet realize that Egypt is ruined? Then Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh. Go worship the Lord your God, he said, but tell me who will be going. Moses answered, We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, and with our flocks and herds, because we are to celebrate a festival to the Lord. Pharaoh said, The Lord be with you. If I let you go along with your women and children, clearly you are bent on evil. No, have only the men go and worship the Lord, since that's what you've been asking for. Then Moses and Aaron were driven out of Pharaoh's presence. And the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over Egypt, so that locust swarms over the land may devour everything growing in the fields and everything left by the hail. So Moses stretched out his staff over Egypt, and the Lord made an east wind blow across the land all that day and all that night. By morning, the wind had brought the locust. They invaded all Egypt and settled down in every area of the country in great numbers. Never before had there been such a plague of locusts, nor will there ever be again. They covered all the ground until it was black. They devoured all that was left after the hail, everything growing in the fields and the fruit of the trees. Nothing green remained on tree or plant in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now forgive my sin once more and pray to the Lord your God to take this deadly plague away from me. Moses then left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord. And the Lord changed the wind to a very strong west wind, which caught up the locust and carried them to the Red Sea. Not a locust was left anywhere in Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let the Israelites go. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the sky, so that darkness spreads over Egypt, darkness that can be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward the sky, and total darkness covered all of Egypt for three days. No one could see anyone else or move about for three days. Yet all the Israelites had light in the places where they lived. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and said, 
Go and worship the Lord. Even your women and children may go with you. Only leave your flocks and herds behind. But Moses said, You must allow us to have sacrifices and burnt offerings to present to the Lord our God. Our livestock, too, must go with us. Not a hoof is to be left behind. We have to use some of them in worshiping the Lord our God, and until we get there, we will not know what we are to use to worship the Lord. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he was not willing to let them go. Pharaoh said to Moses, Get out of my sight. Make sure you do not appear before me again. The day you see my face, you will die. Just as you say, Moses replied, I will never appear before you again. The eighth and ninth plague are introduced in this chapter. But before the Lord talks about the plagues, he explains why the plagues have come and why he continues to harden Pharaoh's heart. In verse 1, he said, I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his officials so that I may perform these signs of mine among them so that you may tell your children and grandchildren how I dealt harshly with the Egyptians and how I performed my signs among them, and that you may know that I am the Lord. And so the purpose, this was so that the Lord might reveal himself to the planet through Pharaoh, through Moses, through the Jewish people, through the plagues. The Lord was making a power presentation, if you will, not a PowerPoint, but a power presentation over Egypt in the deliverance of his people. Now, there have been slaves that have been set free down through history, thank God. In the case of our country, there was the Emancipation Proclamation. But that was not a supernatural act by the living God. The living God, in this case, intervened directly in the affairs of man. And so he continued to do these things and hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he might pour out these signs and wonders. And the effect was, he said, you may be able to tell your children and grandchildren, Jewish people, how I dealt with the Egyptians and performed these signs so that you may know I am the Lord. In other words, no other God can do what I'm doing. You can tell your children and your grandchildren and all those that will follow after these events that I am unique among the gods of mankind. I am the one true God, the living God, Yahweh. And so he's doing these things as signs to all of mankind. The eighth plague is a plague of locusts. In verse 4, we read, If you refuse to let them go, this is Moses speaking to Pharaoh, I will bring locusts into your country tomorrow. They will cover the face of the ground so that it cannot be seen. They will devour what little you have left after the hail, including every tree that is growing in the fields. They will fill your houses and those of all your officials and all the Egyptians, something neither your parents nor your ancestors have ever seen from the day they settled in this land until now. And so this was going to be a unique plague of locusts. Of course, there have been other locust infestations. But the Lord said, this one will be like nothing that was ever seen before. It's never never happened on this magnitude. And so the officials said, Egypt is destroyed. Pharaoh, you need to let the people go. So Pharaoh called Moses and Aaron back in, and he offered them a compromise. He said, only the men may go and worship the Lord, since that's what you've been asking for. But of course, the Lord wanted all of the Jewish people to go and Moses and Aaron were driven out of Pharaoh's presence. So Moses stretches out his rod, calls on the locusts. The locusts come, and in verse 14 we read, Never before had there been such a plague of locusts, nor will there ever be again. In other words, this is the ultimate locust plague. There'll never be one of this magnitude on the planet again. This one moves Pharaoh. Remarkably, he confesses 
that he sinned, that he uses those words. In verse 16, Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now forgive my sin, he says. Now, if this had been sincere from the heart, perhaps Pharaoh could have been delivered. Perhaps Pharaoh could have come into a relationship with God. But all Pharaoh apparently wanted was the relief from the plague. So he begged Moses to stop the plague. Moses left Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord, and the plague was stopped. But Pharaoh once again hardened his heart and would not let the people go. So the ninth plague comes. Now, the ninth plague is a plague of darkness. Just a quick word before the ninth plague. In Egypt, the top god was Ra, the sun god. The plague of darkness was a direct overshadowing of their god, Ra, the sun god. If you look at old hieroglyphics and Egyptian artifacts, you'll see a lot of images of Ra, the sun god. And so the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward the sky so that darkness spreads over Egypt. Darkness that can be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward the sky and total darkness covered all of Egypt for three days. Now that's remarkable in and of itself. But there's something even more remarkable. In verse 23, we read, yet all the Israelites had light in the places where they lived. Now imagine that, friends. Imagine the the awe that the Egyptians experienced when they looked up and saw the sky over them overshadowed, but they knew the Israelites were receiving light, sunlight, in the places where they lived. And so Pharaoh once again comes up with another compromise. He says, you may go, you know, stop this, and you may go and, and worship the Lord, but this time you, you've got to leave your flocks and herds behind. But of course, Moses said, we're not going to leave the flocks and herds, and Pharaoh was unwilling to let them go. I just want to pray and close this out today this way. Father, we thank you that there is no other God besides you. Lord, there may be supernatural beings worshipped in various places around the earth, but they're all created beings far subordinate to you, the one true God, the creator of all. Lord, you made yourself strong, apparently, over Egypt so that we would remember that you are the one true God and know that you're the Lord of Israel. Lord, we recognize your hand of power. Please, Lord, never harden our hearts so that you may show your, your power in this way toward us. Soften our hearts toward you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.